What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, New Vision, this is Ben Curtis, husband to Mandy, father to Ethan and Lydia, grandpa to a miniature schnauzer named Jax, and campus pastor at our Buchanan location. Thanks for joining us today uh, for our podcast as we continue our journey through 1 Peter. Um, I'm honored to be your host, and I'll be reading from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 10 through 12 from the New International Version. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Peter's been writing about our salvation really ever since verse 3, where he said that God in His great mercy has given us this new birth into a living hope. So when, when you struggle, not if, but when you struggle, when you go through difficult days, Uh, remember your salvation. It helps us just to think, just to pause and and consider what God has done for us. Remember that you're on this planet. uh, This is a temporary world. Uh, This is not your final destination. And and so we're we're strangers. We're exiles uh, in our time here. And and that helps us because when things get hard, and and that's really one of the things that uh, 1 Peter addresses, suffering. When things get hard, it helps us to remember our salvation. Uh, that, that helps us to rejoice and, and also at the same time uh, to suffer well uh, when, when suffering comes into our lives. And so in verses 10 through 12, Peter is expounding a little bit more on the greatness of this salvation. He's showing us how blessed we are. And so he tells us about the Old Testament prophets. Uh, these guys lived several hundred years before Christ. In, in verse 11, he says that these prophets... I found this interesting. They spoke by the Spirit of Christ. So that's just a good reminder to us that uh, the Son of God, that the second person of the Trinity, Jesus, He is eternal. And through the Holy Spirit, Jesus used those Old Testament prophets to communicate things about His plan, the, the plan of redemption that He would accomplish on the cross. So thinking back through the prophets, when Isaiah wrote Isaiah 53 and talked about how He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. When he wrote that, hundreds of years before the cross, the Spirit of Christ was actually speaking through Isaiah about that salvation that he would bring about. And so how cool is that? And think about David in Psalm 22, verse 16. This was a thousand years before Jesus came and and hundreds of years before crucifixion was even used as a form of execution. And the Spirit of Christ spoke through David, they have pierced my hands and my feet. So Peter wants us to see how blessed we are to to live on this side of the cross. We have an unbelievable advantage over even the Old Testament believers. You know, it made me think of 
Jesus' um, words in Matthew 13 after he spoke the parable of the soils. He, he said, Blessed are your eyes because they see, and blessed are your ears because they hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but they did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but they did not hear it. And so that's what Peter's saying. We're so blessed. We have such a great salvation. In verse 10, he tells us these Old Testament prophets, uh, they searched intently as they spoke about the grace that was to come to you. Uh, verse 11, they tried to, to find out the exact time and circumstances that the Spirit of Christ was pointing to. They were like, you know, wonder who the Messiah will be. Wonder when when will he exactly come? And and so you kind of think of, imagine a jigsaw puzzle and it's halfway put together, but it's still unfinished. Well, that's the way it was for the prophets of the Old Testament. When they prophesied, when they spoke about the coming Messiah, they, they were fitting a piece into the jigsaw puzzle. But here's the frustrating part. At the end of their days, uh, the puzzle was still unfinished. They didn't know even the name of their Messiah. They didn't know any of his teachings. But when we get to the New Testament, all those pieces are now fitted together and the picture is complete. And so now we know his name is Jesus. He's Savior. He's Lord. And we know so many things about him. At the end of verse 12, Peter says, these are things into which angels long to look. And so these things about our salvation in Christ cause the angels to just kind of stand back in amazement and, and scratch their heads. And, you know, as they look at the, the splendor of his riches, as they look at the greatness of our salvation. And so, you know, as I was, I was thinking about this brief passage, it, it really brought two things to my mind. And I'm going to ask you two questions that God kind of just impressed on me as, as I was reading this. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will will lead you uh, to answer these questions honestly and, and um, maybe prompt you uh, today uh, to grow uh, in your walk with Him. So here was the first question that kind of came to mind as I was reading this. Do I really treasure my salvation um, like this? Do I really grasp the greatness of what God has done for me? In verse 10, Peter uh, refers to our salvation as the greatness that was to be yours. So you look at the Greek, literally, it says that this is a grace that comes to us or that comes toward us. It's If you want to think about it this way, it's a grace that invades our lives. Uh, we didn't deserve salvation. I, I didn't deserve it. I definitely could not earn it. I was blind and I was lost, but grace disturbed me. It awakened me. It caused me to, to be born again through putting my faith in Jesus. And and he says even the angels are obsessed with our salvation. They don't know what it's like to experience redemption. They don't know what it's like to be lost and then to be found, to, to be spiritually blind and then to be able to see. And I think that's important. Uh, there's an important truth there. Uh, salvation is more than just an intellectual grasp of information. I mean, these angels, they certainly were able to understand the gospel, maybe better than us. In an, in an intellectual sense, they understand the gospel, but they don't know salvation in an experiential sense. And so what the Old Testament prophets were doing long ago, they were searching, they were intently looking into this. The angels are continuing to do right now. They long to look into our salvation. So Here's where I came, you know, the question or the thing that prompted me, if, if this is the way the angels are thinking about our salvation, how much more should I be amazed? I don't know about you, but I'm just being honest here. I can go entire days 
and in, in my busyness for God, not even think about the salvation that he's accomplished, uh, just, just kind of taking it for granted. And it's just powerful when we stop and, and remind ourselves that, that grace is not God giving us something because he owes us. Grace is God giving to us when we deserve the a- absolute opposite of what he's given us. It's like the difference between giving money to someone who is in need and then giving money to someone who has hurt you deeply. Anyone can give money to someone in need. That's not really grace. But when you give money to someone who has kicked you, hurt you, spit in your face, well, that's that's grace. And here's the reality. We're, by nature, we're rebels uh, who have sinned against God. We've hurt God. We've kicked Him. We've spit in the face of our King. And yet Peter wants us to remember, in spite of all that, He comes to us. His grace invades us and He saves us through the cross of, of Christ. So if you're a believer, do you realize how blessed you are? Angels would would have given anything to be in on a deal like this. So, so my first question is, do I treasure my salvation? But then the second question, uh, do I treasure the Scriptures? Because if the angels desire to look into the things concerning salvation, then shouldn't we? Verse 10 said the prophets, those Old Testament prophets, they searched intently with great care. They searched the Scriptures the way a person, like imagine you've lost something important, a piece of jewelry or some money or whatever, and, and man, you're going to tear your house upside down to look for that thing that you've lost. And, and that's the way they search the Scriptures. Well, how much more should we? The, the, the Bible tells us about this salvation. The Bible makes us wise for salvation. It tells us how to be saved. That It tells us that this how this grace comes to us. And so without the Bible, we wouldn't know anything about salvation. We would still be lost in, in darkness. I thought about uh, Luke 24 also as I was reading this and how Jesus came to those two disciples on the road to Emmaus shortly after his resurrection. And and they have their heads down, they're discouraged, they're dejected. And, and Jesus asked them, why, why are you so sad? And they said, well, we thought Jesus had come to redeem us, but instead he died on a cross. And that's when Jesus gave them that Bible lesson from the Old Testament. Let me read you. Uh, Luke 24, verse 44, he said to them, this is what I told you while I was with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. And then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. See, peace comes when we read and when we study the Scriptures, when we treasure the Bible. Without God's Word, we become just like those two guys. I do. I don't know about you, but I do. Just I go through life just kind of with my head down and, and just dejected. And, and, and I don't know about you, but I don't want to go through life that way. Uh, we can't. You can do that, certainly, but I don't want to do that, and I don't think you want to do that. Well, the the alternative is that we treasure the Scriptures, that we become students of the Word, that we begin to take growth steps down the path that God has for you. You can't treasure your salvation if you're not treasuring the Scriptures. The Bible is nutrition for the soul. So today I just want to encourage you, uh, think maybe spend some time thinking some more on these verses or maybe some other verses uh, in the Bible and just treasure the scriptures, spend time in the scriptures, and you'll find yourself 
treasuring this great salvation that Peter talks about. Well, we hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Danny Hardy is going to be picking up and taking us through 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 21. So we'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.